Thank you for joining Spazzing Out. I am your terrible host, Anthony Pazzioli, or Spaz. It's Spazzing Out with Anthony Pazzioli. <clears throat> Some of you guys know why I am called Spaz. Some of you out in California probably don't know. But after listening to my podcast or watching my videos on social media, you could probably come to the conclusion as to why people call me Spaz. Not because my last name is Spaziali, it's Pazzioli, but sometimes people do that. So, tonight, um, I thought we would discuss something that's really upsetting me, the death of the handshake. The death of the handshake. Gary Layton in the house. What's up, buddy? Toughest guy I know. Um, <clears throat> him, then my brother Mike. So, the death of the handshake. Uh, Dr. Fucci, Fauci, Anthony Fauci, we see this guy on TV all the time. He's now suggesting that as a culture, as a country, as a people, we give up the tradition of handshakes. I say that the handshake is about as American as apple pie. It's about as, Mer as American as the flag. You can tell so much from a man or from a person by their handshake. You can literally shake a guy's hand and tell whether or not he's a douchebag or whether or not this guy should be dating your daughter or whether or not you should be doing business with this person. A handshake is, is key in every situation. Handshake shows sportsmanship. Handshake shows gratification. Handshake shows thankfulness. Handshake shows love. Um, respect. Everything is shown by the... You, you put your hand in there, boom. Nice, firm, strong handshake. Let that other guy know that you're a man. Let that other guy know like that. that's like you can trust me. That's what handshake means. I put my hand in there and I go, boom. I shake your hand and you know instantly whether you can trust me or not. Right here, this guy just popped up on my feed. Has a job interview tomorrow. I'd like to do a handshake. Um, I'm like, do I handshake? Oh, all right, so here's here's a scenario, Rich. All right, we'll cover that. So this is what's going on right now. All th Those that are working or going on job interviews or meeting people they've never met for the first time don't know what to do. I, I did it the other day. I just thought that uh, this guy, Ron, he's a, he's a contractor that Nick Day hooked me up with. Um, Nick is a friend of mine, and he hooked me up with a contractor. And what do you do? Because the handshake is everything. It seals the deal. It solidifies that you got the business or that you got the... And shit, you'll get a job straight from your handshake. You don't have to say anything. You just, boom. You put that hand in there. Whoosh, strong, firm handshake. Done. Lock it. Done. If you can't handshake with another man... You can't get a feel. Like, you know what I'm talking about. You're handshaking a guy, and he, and he gets in there, and he's got that greasy handshake. It's His hand is cold, and he doesn't grip it hard enough, and he maybe he pulls out the handshake too quick. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. I know you all know. When you shake another man's hand, you know... Whether or not this guy is down. Whether or not this dude is worth it. Whether or not this guy is a good guy. You, I'm telling you, I could shake a dude's hand and I could be like, dude, I know you're a fucking wife beater. I guarantee it. 
I can profile anybody by their handshake. Straight up shake a man's hand and I can tell you if he's a bitch or not. Simple. If you ever shook my dad's hand, you'd fucking tremble. My father would shake your hand and look you right dead in the fucking eye with his mustache and you would fucking down on your knees like, damn, this dude is the man. If we can't do that, if we can't shake people's hands, you'll never know. You'll never be able to trust anybody. I don't trust anybody that won't shake my hand. The handshake is the most important thing when doing business or when meeting somebody. When you go and meet, uh, you know, I remember the first time I met Kaylee's dad. And I trust me, this dude's got little hands, tiny fingers. And I shook his hand with a firm grip. And I think right then and there, even though he's like, he thinks I'm a cheap bastard, or even though, you know, we might have our arguments, in the handshake, he was like, all right. Anthony's a good guy. The firm handshake at the job interview. The firm handshake when you meet someone's dad for the first time. They want this to go away. Now, right now, no one's shaking hands. None of us should be shaking hands. I get it. We don't want to pass the virus. I don't want it. I don't want to give it to anybody. But when this is over, we cannot lose the handshake. It's an art. My dad taught me how to handshake. My wrestling coach taught me how to handshake. My football coach, all these men, teachers, it is the number one way guys communicate with each other is the handshake. A fist bump is cool. It's all right. Fist bump's an okay thing. Boom, you go in for a fist bump, but it doesn't touch the handshake. You go in there, you boom, you put that hand in there. You you go to, you know, you meet Steve Lombardo, you're like, hey, Mr. Lombardo, Anthony Paziali. Boom, you put the handshake in, man, and it's firm. You look him right in the eye like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. I want my son to do that. I want my son's sons to do that. It's more American than anything I can think of. You cannot take the handshake away from us. Everything. After every sporting event, Handshake. You just got your ass kicked by some dude. The guy beat the shit out of you. Everything's okay now because we just shook hands. Man, you good? You get into a scuffle. Boom, 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 boom. You get tired. Boom, 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 boom. He gets tired. You lock up. You go, you good, bro? Yeah, I'm good. Then you get up. You shake his hand. Boom. Handshake. You guys will be friends forever. Right in that moment. I've got so much business. I have so many friends. So many people respect or just trust you straight off the handshake. I've gotten jobs just out of the handshake. You can tell if somebody's serious. You can tell if your daughter's boyfriend is a scumbag. This guy doesn't look me right in the eye and shake my hand. Get out of my house. Don't ever come back. Stay the hell away from my daughter. And they want to take it away. Dr. Anthony Fauci or Anthony Fucci says after the coronavirus is gone that the people living in the United States, the people living in the world need to give up on the handshake. I'll never. I never will. Ever. Never in a million years. The handshake has made me money. The handshake has bonded friendships. The handshake has... I never hugged my father. I shook the man's hand. 
That's how you show a man that, that you love him. Handshake. They should have the the national anthem playing in the background while guys are just shaking hands. Boom, boom, boom. So, I'm curious how, how, how you people think. Uh, I just read one of these comments. So, for those of you that don't know me, uh, I'm the host of the show, Anthony Pazzioli. A lot of people call me Spaz. Um, talking about the death of the handshake and whether or not it should go away. Uh, when I record my podcast, I do Facebook Live while I do it. So you can join me uh, most nights, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. When I record it, it posts on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday around 5 a.m. And we're discussing whether or not the handshake should go away. Uh, officials, the highest doctor in our country, Dr. Anthony Fauci or Fucci, I don't know how to say his last name, is saying that the handshake needs to go away. And I couldn't disagree more. Once this is over, we need to get back to doing it. Handshakes run the economy. This country runs. Forget about running on Dunkins. The country runs on handshakes. The handshake has solidified marriages, money deals, business, uh, you name it. Everything gets done on the handshake. I mean, it's it's right up there. We're writing a contract on a fucking napkin. You have to get in there. Firm handshake. Starting to sound like a pwn. I wish you people could see some of the things. So anyways, it, you can get out of a ticket from a police officer with a firm handshake. It's just so important. Can you imagine? I want you guys to envision this. Those You guys out there. That have daughters, okay? But but you're my age. You're 40 plus, And you have a daughter. And you grew up w- with a dad that was pretty stern. Quiet father. Uh, put you in your place if you need to put you in your place. Taught you that respecting everybody is important. And when you shake a man's hand, firm handshake, you look him right in the eye, you know, like, I'm a man. Now in comes this piece of shit and here's your beautiful daughter and this piece of shit comes in and you, you you put you shouldn't even have to put your hand on I should start with that this dude should walk in your house and the hand should come forth soon as the door opens I want it the hand should be directly reached out and I don't care if I'm in the kitchen and the guy's gonna walk to my living room and then through my dining room to get into my kitchen his hand should be extended to me the second he walks in my house instantly and if he can't find me, his hand should be navigating the house. Just his hand. Looking for me. And then, when his hand gets to me, he needs to pause. Because I'm going to look at him. I'm going to fucking stare at him up and down. I'm going to look from the top to the bottom. From the bottom to the top, I'm going to size this dude up. And I don't care if he's fucking six foot something and I'm a five foot nothing shit bag. And I'm going to look at him. Stern. And then I'll shake the man's hand. And then in that moment, in that millisecond of the handshake, I'll know whether or not this guy is good enough for my daughter or not. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Because this dude comes in, cold hand, clammy. You shake it and it's weak. He pulls it away real quick. Right to the back door. Get the fuck out, buddy. 
Get out. Get away from my daughter. See you later. Your daughter will be crying. Oh, Dad, but I love him. I'm going to be like, but his handshake sucks. So get out. Calming myself with a delicious Captain Morgan's beverage. Typically, I like to drink the Captain Morgan's private stock, but I got the 100 proof. Got to drink the 100, 100. If, any, if you people knew my mom, uh, Liz, lover, um, I affectionately call her Liz. And if you ever hear me say I'm getting my Liz on, it means I'm drinking. Uh, my mom's a great lady. Uh, absolutely love the booze, which I didn't have a problem with. I, too, like to drink myself. I'm not a raging alcoholic like my mom uh, was. But I did learn from my mom that if you can't taste the booze in, in a drink, don't fucking drink it. You need to be able to taste the booze. So I got to have the hard stuff if I'm going to get uh, rocking and rolling. If I'm getting my Liz on, I, I, I need to be hunt it, hunt it, hunt it. It's, it's got to be hunt it proof or bounce it. Back to the handshake. I'd love to hear from some people uh, about the handshake. You can get me on uh, Twitter, at SpazWAF. You can get me on Instagram, at SpazWAF. Soon, you'll be able to get me on my other Facebook page. My other Facebook page from back when I was on the radio is Facebook.com slash SpazWAF. I'm going to get that up and running so I can do my Facebook Lives on here. Um, Gary Layton, my next-door neighbor, when we were kids, uh, just giving a shout-out to the legendary Liz. Uh, you know, Gary's another person in my life that taught me that I needed to be tough. And if I wasn't going to be tough, I was, I was basically, you, you, you fucked. Um, you know, if you don't have a strong handshake in life, if you're not going to stick up and dis defend yourself, you're going to get your ass kicked every day. And, you know, that's what the neighborhood did. You know, guys like Gary Layton every single day, My, I mean, good friends, I love them. But, you know, Guys like that taught you how to be a man, how to have a strong handshake. And if you didn't, we beat the shit out of you until you did. Plain and simple, Royal Rumble, Six Highland Street, Wuben Mass. Uh, Kaylee Lombardo has just uh, come down. She has her mask on. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kaylee is my uh, my lovely wife. We have uh, uh, two kids, Presley Narium. I think she wants to join the podcast or at least join the live. So... Uh, hon, what we're talking about is handshakes. Just don't look in my vicinity and talk into my face. Just talk to that so, general listen, area. So, uh, listen, I'm about to... T I, the handshake thing is the thing I want to talk about. But uh, when I... After I... In a minute, I'm going to take a break. Uh, because I do And then get, while he's taking his break, I'll be talking. Because no one really cares about what you say, right? All right. I do get paid to do this podcast. It's not very much. I make about a cent <laughs> for every time someone listens to it. <laughs> yeah. So, please... I don't care if you I like. I don't care if you like my podcast or not. I could care less. <laughs> I don't even care if you listen to my podcast. If you could just do me a favor, Gary, you should do this. Richie Rodriguez, the wrestling community, you guys should do this. We got two very good wrestlers watching the program. They're looking at me, being like that guy was a fish. But if you guys could just download and like the podcast, you can get it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Give me a couple of stars, write something nice, and then every morning just play it, but you don't have to listen to it. Just turn it down, get through the commercial, I'll get paid on it. What the F is this? Yeah, bro, I got to get paid. I need some chip. So, it's, I'm not going to end my, my live. I just, I pause for a second, and I go to it. But, 
I'm not. I, we need to finish the conversation on handshakes. But after that, we're going to get to a story that uh, is on the sun. The uh, not the sun, like it's not on the fucking sun. It's from the newspaper, the sun. And wait till you people hear and go and check out this video about how dangerous it is for you to be at the grocery store. The most dangerous place for you to be right now is the grocery store. The most likely place you'll catch the coronavirus is the grocery store. And you're going to hear about how that's going to happen. Now, back to the handshake before I end the conversation. Dr. Fucci, Fauci, whatever his name is, wants Americans in the world to stop handshaking. Not just now. He wants us to stop doing it now. We shouldn't be shaking hands to pass the virus. After the pandemic is over, he wants the death of the handshake. He thinks that it needs to end. It's an old custom. He thinks we don't need it anymore. I will tell you this. Hashtag keep the shake. Hashtag keep the shake. You gotta keep the shake. You have to keep the handshake. It is as American as apple pie, as the American flag, as the, as you name it, as the damn eagle, as red, white, and blue. The stars on the flag should be little dudes. Hold I'm fucking talking. Should be little dudes handshaking each other. Can I say something? When I'm done. Handshaking <laughs> each it. other. You can tell a man by his handshake. When you first meet a guy and you hand, you you go in for the handshake, you learn so much about him. We can't lose it. It shows respect for another man, shows gratitude, thankfulness, shows that you will be working hard. You'll know right away whether this guy that's dating your daughter is a loser or not. Even if you think he's a loser, guy comes in, hits you with the handshake. Boom. Boom. If you can't pronounce his name correctly, you're out. So my Uncle Joe's on here, Nariam's thing. Plain and simple. You all know who I'm talking about. I don't care if I can say the guy's name right or not. Fuchi, Fauci, fuckbag. I don't care. doesn't matter. Bottom line is, the handshake stays. If it goes away, you're never going to be able to know whether you can trust... One sec. Whether you can trust a man. You have to, have to keep the handshake. All right. Face down in the bowl trail mix. <laughs> I love it, Joe. All right, guys. The lovely Kaylee has to say something, and then I'm gonna pause. Go ahead, honey. Wait, I no, 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 that doesn't move. That's the microphone. Oh my god, you're like wicked. Seriously, right. you have to get to closer. Come on. Don't tell me what to do. Hey, Kaylee, I'm fucking recording the podcast. I'm so a I want to take a break. You're not okay. Anyways, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So I'm a hairstylist, right? So if I'm not handshaking my clients, there's a huge issue. Closer there's to the a, mic. You have to get closer to the mic. I have my face mask on. He doesn't know what he's saying. So anyways, I'm a hairstylist, right? So if I don't handshake my clients, there's a disconnection with a lot of things, right? So I need to handshake I to create a relationship. I know it sounds funny, but I'm creating that connection where they're going to want to come back to me, okay? So if I don't get that... It's going to be hard to create that connection. So what do I do as a hairstylist to get that connection if we're not going to get it anymore? It's just, it's a tough thing to comprehend and see where we're going to go from here. Because I know... You have to be close. Okay, I'm telling you, it's going to sound like shit. Please get closer to it. You're I driving know. me nuts. 
You're wicked annoying. I'm sorry, but you have to. Okay. I know that it's going to be different when I go back to work and I'm not going to have that thing that's connecting me to the client. So what do I do from here? Like, what do I do to what would create that do? connection? Uh, answer this question. So I, I let's say, now I have a strong handshake, so I have no worries about it. Come here. Oh. What, what would your dad, what do you think your father would have said if I had come in with a, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, a, a, a bitch-ass uh, uh, handshake? What would He'd your say, dad do? He'd say, oh, you're a fucking pussy. That's no, but would he say it to me? Let's say, what would he say it to you? I don't know. No, uh, uh, what do you mean you don't know? So, so no guy has ever gone in and shook your father's hand and your dad been like, this guy's a bum. I mean, yeah, but... Okay, so t- tell the people. I don't know. If you don't have a firm handshake, the person's going to think you're a pussy. The person's going to think, like, you're not a, a fully, like, strong person, interdiv- individual. Like, a handshake has so much to do with your personality and who you are and... What you're going to become in life and like just everything like it's all about confidence and if you don't have that firm like confident handshake and you're just like a dead fish in the water like no one wants to shake that hand no one wants to deal with like i'm sorry like if i even with clients like if i'm shaking your hand and you're like limp and like ugh, like don't fucking ugh, like it's just disgusting like ask anyone like no one wants to shake that hand i'm sorry okay that's how it is all right I gotta uh, pause for a quick second, and before we do go, thank uh, Kaylee. Don't I'd like you to stay for the rest of the podcast, guys? Would you like Kaylee to stay for the rest of the podcast? I think that would be nope, good. I gotta get your chicken and waffles. No, no, we will eat chicken and waffles after. Before we, I do take a break. I would say this. Um, you know, my father's not around anymore, and I, I wish he was. He was a silent man, but I'm telling you. He would be all about the firm handshake. I know my Uncle Ralph is. I know Nariam's grandfather on the other side, Dick, uh, 100% is about the handshake. This guy comes in with the hottest handshake I know. I know Nariam's great-grandfather, Don, would have been all about the handshake. I Period. On my side, my grandfather, my nano, handshake. My cousins, handshake. It is so important that we continue our traditions and we don't give up things like the handshake that set us apart from other nations, the respect that we give each other. Just, I want you guys to think about a time. Think about a time when the handshake set everything straight. For example, you got into a fight, literally, you got into a beef and you guys beat the hell out of each other. And then you go, you know, I'm done. You done. You got up and you shook each other's hand. It was over. Think about a time where you had, you know, you were wrestling and it was just a great match. It was the best wrestling match you ever had. And, you know, maybe you, on my end, maybe I didn't win. Most likely I didn't. But I still shook the guy's hand out of respect. I I lost, but he even shook my hand because, you know, I cross-faced the fuck out of him. And he was like, you know what? That was I, I, you, I won, but you beat the shit out of me. It's, re- it's, it's just respect. It means so much. Please, we can't give this up. Hashtag keep the shake. Keep the shake. All right, hold on for a second. I got to stop the podcast. Podcast people, please make it to the other side of this. Listen to this 30-second commercial so I can get paid one cent. And when I get back, we're going to talk about how the grocery store is 
the number one place where you're going to get the virus. It's happening and it's going to happen at the grocery store. All right, we're back. Thank you to the two of you that went 25 minutes through the podcast, actually listened to the 30 second commercial and hooked me up with one cent. I've been doing this podcast for about two months. Uh, It's called Spazzing Out, S-P-A-Z apostrophe N. O-U-T, you can get it on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, all the major podcast outlets. Thank you for hooking me up with a dollar. A couple of things I want to get to before the grocery store. Masks. The CDC is telling everybody to wear masks. As we all know, the government lied to us months ago and said, well, don't, don't rush out, don't buy masks. Only the nurses need them, only the sick need them. Now, I'm an intelligent person. I've said this time and time again. You don't need to tell me the stove is hot. I know the stove is hot. The government doesn't have to come in and say, hey, Anthony, don't touch the stove. It's hot. I'm smart enough to think for myself. I don't need the government to think for me. Although I do believe that the government needs to think for us because 99% of us don't think and need to be told that the stove is hot. We'll all touch the stove. I've said that time and time again. So, to the masks. Every time I wear a mask, I put one on, and it fogs up my glasses, and it absolutely drives me nuts. So, here are some ways for those of you, uh, uh, it was the the New York Times did an article on how to wear a mask without it getting foggy. I already knew this shit, but I kind of, I'll reiterate it to you guys. One way you can do it for those people like myself that have to wear goggles is obviously make sure that the mask is as tight as possible to your face. If it has the metal piece, use it, squish it down. Also, what you could do is put another layer in there, like a a, 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 a tissue, roll it up real tight, get it in there. It'll help you out. Another thing to do is you could put, uh, wash your glasses with soapy water and that'll help them from getting foggy. I know it's a super pain in the ass, especially in my line of work. If I have a mask on, especially if it's raining out, they get foggy. So it sucks. Um, you know, it's also a problem for doctors. Hopefully that was helpful. Probably not. But the real thing that I want to get to before the grocery stores is the breakdown on on what states, how much states are drinking. So... I've been drinking every fucking day since I've been in quarantine in the basement. I am 100% becoming a, uh, oh, Gary Layton shaving cream. That's a good one. Shaving cream does work. Good one, yeah. Put a little shaving cream. All right. Everybody's working from home. And apparently, while everybody's working, everybody is drinking. So there is a new state-by-state by alcohol.org they put out a state-by-state beverage consumption. And in the Commonwealth, let me pop that up, 30% of Bay Staters are getting drunk while they're working at home. I thought that that was a little bit low because I'm pretty sure that 90% of construction workers are getting drunk while they're working. And I know this for a fact. When I was younger, I used to do foundations for my wrestling coach, Tony McLaughlin, when I did foundations, sure as shit, I was drinking behind, I, I was drinking on the job. I, we were drinking Bud Heavies all day behind the wall, lugging forms, drinking beers. 
Lugging forms drinking beers. Me, Ingalls. I, well, you'll get to know these people. I'm drinking. Jerry Barry's drinking. James. Well, Gaff might have not been drinking, so I don't want to throw Gaffney under the page. Jamie Twins, Donnie, heading to the city club. So that's that's no different. But people are drinking at home. They're getting drunk while they're on the clock. So cheers to the boss. All right. Back to this, and then we will get to the grocery store. I just want to find um, one other quick thing that I thought was interesting, and it's not the prison. Oh, yes, the meat. The meat. We might run into a meat shortage. Meat processing plants are having a problem staying staffed. Workers either don't want to go to work, because they're worried about getting sick or they are sick. So there are a shortage of meat processors. So you may start having a problem getting your beef. And that's going to be a major problem at the supermarkets, which are already price gouging. You could ask Kaylee about the price gouging that's going on at the supermarkets as I don't shop because I'm a man. But my lovely wife's right here right now, and she'll tell you about the price gouging. Hun, tell me about the price gouging. I mean, look at this. All right. Oh, my That's lovely... For the My lovely wife, we're not going to see this. about to go viral. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you can't see it. You can't see it. All right, tell everybody about the price gouging. Yeah, price, price gouging is insane. Like, hold on. Let me just talk into the speaker so he doesn't... Oh, wait, you can't be near me. Get away from me. Just do it. We're live. Do it. Um. So I go to Stop and Shop yesterday, and eggs are like five ninety nine. Is that a joke? Eggs can't be five ninety nine. Who the fuck is doing that to people? Like right, no swearing on my podcast. Sorry, we all have families. You can't be doing that. It's criminal. It really is. It's criminal to do that. People are on a budget. They want to pay their mortgages. Mortgages. They want to pay their mortgage, they want to pay their car payment, they want to pay all their bills, they can't have money to pay $10 for two cartons of eggs. I'm sorry, it's too much. Alright, so there's a lot of price gouging going on. I'm going and upstairs. And there's going to be a huge meat shortage, so if you like meat, you better get meat. Alright, Angelo, I don't have a favorite beer, I don't drink beer, I drink alcohol. Hard booze is the only way to go. Um, all right, so let's get to the grocery stores. Here's I just watched um, a video from uh, the best thing I could call it is the Sun. I, I don't know the exact website. I'll try to look this up for you guys right now. Okay, um, see if I can find this really quick. Death toll. So it's a grocery stores. Um, all right. All right, I can't find it. I watched a video and I read an article on the sun. Check out the sun.com about how a cough, like a, <clears throat> a cough spreads through the grocery store. And if you guys watch this, you'll never, ever, ever want to go to a grocery store again. Uh, briefly, let me get back to the meats. Uh, yes. If you want meats and a little venison, you can get some venison meats. Um... From uh, Ryan's Meats, I had some Nick Day hook me up with some uh, delicious venison meat. I mean, it came in the tube, like salami. Really good. Ryan's Meats. Back to the grocery store. 
you check out this video. You'll never want to go food shopping until the pandemic is over. So what happens is you have, a, let's say you're in aisle one and you know you have one, two, three, four, five. The guy's in aisle one, he coughs. Within a minute, the cough and the coronavirus particles whoosh, hop over to the next aisle. Within two minutes, they're over to aisle three. Five minutes later, four or five, they're still in the ear. And now the one cough from aisle one, the coronavirus particles have gone and lasted over to aisle two, three, four, and five over a five-minute span. And just the other day, the government put out a thing saying, right now is not the time to be at the grocery store or to be at the pharmacy. If you are going to get the coronavirus, you're going to get it at the grocery store, you're going to get it at the gas station, or you're going to get it at the store, the liquor store, whatever. Someone's going to cough, it's going to go five aisles over, you're going to breathe it in. Someone's going to touch a banana that you want to buy, they're going to look at it, and you're going to buy it, and it's going to have coronavirus all over it. You're going to go out in the parking lot and some douchebag is going to have taken his gloves off or his mask off and throw it on the ground to leave for some poor prick who makes $15 an hour to have to pick it up. The most dangerous place in the country to be right now is a grocery store. And it's the one place that you actually have to go because you need food to eat. You have to get food. You have to get water. You have to get supplies. So I would suggest that if you have to go to the grocery store, you pick one person one person in your household is the person that should go. So if someone in your family is working, they should be the one going to the grocery store. If you have to be out in public for your job, then you need to be the one going to the store because you're going to be the one who's going to get it. I don't even, it's, I don't even know what to say about it. It's, it's unbelievable that the one, I mean, just think about it, the, the store that's going to keep you alive is the place where you're going to get it. Now, President, I, I, I'm sorry, Vice President Pence just the other day was imploring the food industry people to continue to work. These people, they're like, I, we don't want to work. They don't want to work. They're stuck. They're like, just listen, the, the, the stock boy, the produce guy, the cash register person, the bag boy, the, 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 the shopping cart guy is just as much at risk, if not more, than doctors, nurses, police, all the first responders. 200 and something people inside a market basket. One dude coughs in aisle one. Five minutes later, his cough particles and the coronavirus particles are five fucking aisles over. Wear a mask. Protect yourself. Have the, I mean, you got to do it properly because gloves aren't really helping shit. But just be wary of the things that you're doing. And pick one person. If you get anything from this podcast, pick one person. One person goes to the store. It should be the very same person that actually has to work. So, for example, you're beating your meat story as usual. Listen, one person, you guys pick, okay? Whoever goes out of the house on a regular basis is the one who should be shopping. 
over the next two weeks as we hit the peak weeks. And, and as you guys know, the models allegedly are showing that we're, we might be going in a downtrend. Now, you try to tell that to New York, who's on their third day of almost 800 deaths, three days in a row where they've had 800 deaths or more. So be careful, but we need to keep the country going. We need to continue to work. Hashtag keep the handshake or hashtag keep the shake. Hashtag keep working. We all need to continue to work if we can. If you can work and keep a safe distance away from people to make money and continue to put money back in the economy, we need that. People joke, but I keep the economy going by buying booze. And you could say, what do you mean? And I would say, okay, well, someone needs to make the glass bottle. Someone needs to make the packaging. Someone needs to make the booze. The guy who stirs, the Captain Morgans gets to keep his job. The ice cube people get to keep their job. The, the ice people are still working. The guy that made this cup that I bought, he's still working. We're our own little microcosms uh, of economy. We're, we have our own little economies and we need to continue to keep working if we can and keep spending money if we can, if we have any hope of getting out of this pandemic and have the economy get back to where it's going to be. And it's going to be tough. I've said this every single day since I've started the podcast is that 10 million people aren't going to have a job. 10 million, at least a lot of small businesses are going out of business. They're not going to be saved. The money that the SBA has for them isn't going to be enough. And the SBA is having problems getting that loot out. People are trying to apply for the money. They can't get it out fast enough. So they're having major problems. And these people can't get the money. And they're going to shut down. And everybody thinks that the way to go is to have the government protect their ass. It's not the way to go. The way to go is to work and find a safe way to work. You have to make money. You have to spend money. It's the only way the economy is going to work. All right, chill. Real question. Are you afraid of the coronavirus? I personally don't think that it's what's going to kill me. All right. So my neighbor, Gary Leighton, just asked me if I'm afraid of, uh, of the coronavirus. I would say, Gap, yeah, for me personally, I am, I personally am not afraid of it. I, I don't, I haven't been sick in years. I don't really get sick. I don't get the flu. I just, I, I haven't. You could, I could have Kaylee come down here and I could say, hey, Kaylee, we've been together for 10 years. You ever remember me getting sick? She'll say no. I, you could call somebody at AAF and you could say, hey. Anthony Paziali ever take a sick day? They'll say no. Ever show up late? No. I, I don't really get sick. I might be lucky like that or I could be asymptomatic. I am worried um, for the older people and the obese people in my life. So let's say I get the virus. It's not going to do me in. But if I pass it along to Nariam's grandfather or Nariam's grandmother or Presley's grandfather or Presley's grandmother. Yeah, I'm worried about it. If I go and visit my mom, Liz, but actually, you know what? No, Liz, she'll never fucking die. This lady's going to be around till she's like 130. She will see every single one of us die and still be ripping back a fucking uh, mudslide. So to get my mom, she'll be fine. But yeah, I, I am. A, I would say this, Gary. I personally am not. It's not going to be what kills me. But if I get it, it might be something that kills somebody else. Is that is that kind of suffice the answer? That I'm not worried about it for me, but I am worried about it for other people. I'm worried about it for anybody that I know 
that is overweight that I could give it to them, I'm worried about that. And I'm worried about anybody in my life that is an that is, has an underlying health condition or anybody in my life that happens to be elderly or plus 65. Because as you know, every country and the United States will probably get there soon. If you're 65 plus and you get the virus, they're basically giving you the finger and they're saying, hey, nice to know you, goodbye. So it's, it's like that. I have continued to work and I'm working for two reasons. I'm working... Because I need to take care of my family, but I'm also working because I believe that it's the way to keep the economy going. And we need small businesses helping out other small businesses. Us small business guys need to stick together right now. And we need to work together to keep the economy going. And we all need to continue to buy goods and services. So if there's something that you used to do before the virus hit, continue to do it. Reach out to that person that used to do something for you, you know, maybe it's a dog walker, still pay him if you can. June is still kicking. Yeah, that's why. Bro, come on. June, they're all going to be kicking. These these ladies are going to be around forever. Me and you, me, you, laugh. We're going to be dead and gone uh, way before our moms go, bro. You know it. All right. Here's what we learned today. They would let, the government would like the death of the handshake. I'm, I know Trump ain't for it. We're not going to let this happen. We are going, when the coronavirus is gone, we are going to bring back the mustache and the handshake, and we're going to shake people's hands to let them know that they can trust us, that we respect them, that, and they can feel your power from your handshake. We're going to keep the handshake. Next thing, in the short term, stay the fuck away from the grocery store. If you got to go food shopping, for the love of God, send the same person that always goes. Try to shop for like a week if you can, if you can afford it. If you can't, sucks. But you got to watch Google The Sun, thesun.com, and watch that video of how a cough goes from one aisle to the next aisle. And it's spreading the coronavirus particles straight through. Grocery store, number one place you're going to get it. Steer clear of that shit. All right. You can get my podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and many other places. Ryan just joined the play. You can get it on many places. Do me a favor, as I always say. Subscribe. Like it. Leave a nice comment. Give me a couple of uh, stars. Don't care if you listen. I really don't. I just want to get paid. And maybe someday I can have a professional podcast and I can produce it the way I want to do it and actually play audio and sound clips and all sorts of stuff and interview people and have a real professional podcast so that it's something that people want to listen to because the people that helped me build the podcast didn't actually listen to it, but listened to the commercial and I made money from it. Get what I'm saying? Any vape people getting the virus worse than others. Phil, I don't know if the people who are vaping are getting it worse than others. I will look that up and try to relay that information. Um, but I would say that the virus it is a respiratory virus and it affects your lungs in the same way that the vaping people uh, that were doing the bad vapes, I don't know what the shit's called, but they were doing the bad vape juice or whatever that was suffocating them from the inside. Uh, 
If you scroll down on my Facebook a little ways, you'll find the video from the New York Times that basically shows how the virus will suffocate you from the inside and shut you down. So, all right, guys, I'm going to get back to my drinking. Dude, you're going to give your bro a hug when I... Now, Ryan, when I see you and I finally have your T-shirt, I'm going to give you a nice, firm fucking handshake. All right? Okay, guys, hold on for a sec. I need to end the podcast. So, I thank you for listening to Spazzin' Out. You know the deal. I'll talk to you guys later.